0: hello and welcome back to yay basketball the basketball game show i am your host and producer michael padilla with me today i have george what's up guys and back for a second time in a row omar you had to keep me on i know you got a little taste we gave you a little taste (laughs) and now you gotta come back oh yeah (laughs) Welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you. We've got a good one for you this week, jam-packed of a bunch of action. Uh, We got speed takes. We got, of course, our did this, dude just did this. Um, Then Omar is going to be in the hot seat playing, guess that, fantasy player. So we are all very excited for that. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't checked us out before, be sure you do that. We've got a few episodes up on all of the major streaming platforms. Um, really good episode last week as well. Omar touched on Kobe. Uh, we played a game called Who Am I with Joseph, Omar, and George. And we did our first version of Speed Takes. Um, today, we've got a new and improved version of that. So we are just going to dive right into it. As I said, it's did dis, dude, just did this. I was kind of like in shock that this whole thing happened. At that time, I'm walking to the free throw line. I'm thinking, like, man, did this dude just did this? Is this real? That's right. It's did this dude just did this. We're gonna give you something that we were surprised by, impressed by, shocked, blown away, whatever. Something that made us say, "That's right." Omar,
1: kick us off. All right. Did this dude just did this? So for mine, I am going with Kyrie Irving. So in the wake of Kobe's death, he just went off for a monster performance, dedicated it to Kobe, had 54 points on 19 of 23 shooting. That is the most efficient 50-point basketball game ever played. And just to put you in perspective, uh, this was three points off of his career high. His career high was 57. So just three points less. On a remarkable shooting percentage i just had to get, tip my hat to him it's too bad he went down with an injury a few days later but classic
2: you, kyrie fashion when you <laughs>
0: first said your uh that this was going to be kyrie i thought you were going to say because of the knee injury <laughs> no 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 yeah. did this dude just injure himself <laughs> again i thought it's funny so the first game back that kyrie uh had against um oh i think it was philly actually or no not philly uh i'm forgetting the team now of course but i thought that the first game that he came back after the kobe death uh he was gonna go for 50 that night i totally expected i told like a bunch of my friends i was like watch for Kyrie tonight he's gonna go crazy and in tribute to kobe because they were so close and Kyrie was a um like one of kobe's pupils um but i missed it by a
1: game but he came for it it just took him a little bit longer and the efficiency is really impressive there Definitely. Yeah, you said the most the most efficient 50 point game in NBA history. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, he missed is. four shots. He started 10 of 10 from the field. He was seven of nine from the three point line. That's pretty impressive. Seven, of nine. 54 is what he finished with.
2: Yes. You're crazy. Uh, George. What's your did this dude? Um, my did this dude is uh, uh, Joe Harris. Um, not because he and surrounding the three-point contest, surrounding his entry more specifically into the three-point contest. Um of course he's back again this year, reigning champion, gotta defend it. But for a second he almost didn't. He like waited for a while as if he was like somebody special in the NBA other than his three-point percentage. So uh yeah, the fact that he waited to respond as if he might have not. Hmm. I mean, you're Joe Harris. You don't really have a lot going on other than the three point contest. It's kind of your only claim to fame. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But uh, yeah, that's uh that was my did this dude. I was kind of surprised that he didn't, it wasn't immediately apparent that he was going to be in the three point contest.
0: Right. Well, they just, the NBA just released a new format that's right yeah. for the three point contest which there's, is
2: there's now a do zone which yeah. is 30 there's two 30 foot shots or 29 point
0: yeah 30, something shots two 30 footers one ball oh. each they're worth three points so on each rack there will be uh the regular four balls which are worth one point there will be the money ball which is worth two points and okay. then there will be two mountain dew, dew zones okay which are Ooh. one ball each in each zone from uh six feet behind the line Okay. Uh, in the corner.
2: What's your uh, over under on um, on Joe Harris specifically making either of those?
0: I don't really think he's much of like a long range shooter. Ooh, what's
2: your What's your over under for Dame? Dame, I think makes oh, both. Both. Yeah. You think you he makes both? Him. He's hitting from thirty
1: yeah, right now. You're right. I'm glad the NBA did this not only to mix things up, but. The game is really expanding, and people's range is just getting further and further. I agree. Yeah, so it was, it's a good addition. It's, I like it's a it.
2: really good adaptation. I don't love the All Star game changes that much, but um, I really do like this change for the three point contest.
1: And
0: Lillard the other day actually said in an interview that he w- he considered shooting behind uh, the half court line, but that Terry Stotts would probably get pretty upset about it, so <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think I think uh, I think he goes two for two in those. It, I mean, Lillard's competing, right? He's officially in yes, it. Yes, he is. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, I'm picking him to win the whole thing. He's just in one of those oh. zones right now. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, if it was anybody else, I I might not, but Lillard's yeah. going crazy right now. I think
2: if I was in Vegas, I would put like some sleeper money on Duncan Robinson, but like other than that, yeah, that's, that's, not, true. that's not bad. Last yeah.
0: year, it went down to Joe Harris and Steph Curry, and we watched that together, and I yeah, kept saying, yeah, we I together. want Steph to get the first ever three-point perfect score. And I thought that he might do it, but he didn't.
2: Yeah. Um, Expect- other people, other people entered into the contest are Buddy Heal, Trey Young, uh, Duncan Rob. Oh, he said that. Um, Joe Harris himself, Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, Devontae Graham. I was surprised to see that. Oh, yeah. Great Devonte. for him. Yeah. And then um, Davis Bertans.
1: You know, we're talking about Damian Lillard, Trey Young, all the stars. And then it's just going to end up being Bertans. Just takes it home. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: That's what happened last year with <laughs> Joe Harris. We thought that was yeah. going to be Steph Curry. Yeah.
1: Yep. Davis
0: Bertans, though, can he's a flamethrower. That
2: bro can stroke the three is he? six
0: foot eleven, six ten, something like that? Something crazy he's like that. Really tall and he's just got a flamethrower. What is
2: Bertans? Is that French?
0: I don't know. Whatever. He That's is six ten, by the way. Six ten. Wow. And traded from the Spurs. Um right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, My Did This Dude is a little interesting. So I had Clint Capella, but also Mike D'Antoni and also Daryl Morey. This whole trade situation with Clint Capella uh, being traded away from the Rockets is kind of perplexing to me. So uh, Sunday evening around 630, ESPN's Wojnarowski reported that the Rockets are going to be listening to trade offers for their starting center, Clint Capella. Uh, He tweeted that the Rockets are interested in getting trade assets, which they could potentially flip for a wing player. Uh, So the trade deadline is Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'll give you some info and then I just want your input on what you think about this because it's kind of a perplexing thing to me. Capella's on a five-year $80 million guaranteed with $10 million in potential bonuses. Um, This is one of those where the numbers doesn't tell the full story that you see on the court when you watch him play. It looks like he's super impactful and playing meaningful minutes, but then you look at the numbers and there's not a lot there's not as much there as you might think
2: Yeah, because they're better without him, right?
0: They are better without him. Yeah, Um, offensively at least their rebounding numbers obviously take a huge dip uh, and defensively they miss several blocks per game, but as a whole I mean, I think their offense, which is what the Rockets are, is just offense, offense, offense. Mm is uh, is a little bit better with um, with him off the court so lately uh, he's injured right now with an injured heel uh, he missed the last three out of the four uh, three out of the last four games um, and the Rockets won the games that he missed and lost the one that he did play PJ PJ Tucker has been starting at center for them um, in their 117 109 win over the Pelicans he finished with 0 points9 rebounds, zero blocks and four fouls so <laughs> um, not a great starting center uh, not a great line that you want from your starting center Um, the nine rebounds is appealing i guess but no points no blocks and four fouls isn't really what you want however harden did finish with 40 points 10 rebounds and nine assists that game so that really kind of emphasizes the floor spacing that they're after Um, in their 128 121 win over dallas uh, pj finished with six points one rebound one block Um, but Harden-Westbrook combined for 67 points and 22 rebounds, so that's crazy. Um, The Rockets are tied for fifth in rebounding, and uh, Capella accounts for nearly 14 rebounds per game. Um, They average five more assists, though, when he's off, which just kind of says how um, much more that floor spacing is and, like, how more impactful he is when he's just rebounding and, and blocking. And, and then when they try to get him involved offensively, their whole offense just takes a dip. Um, if they, if the Rockets though, meet the Lakers in the playoffs and they're still starting PJ Tucker, uh, at center, Anthony Davis is going to average 65 and 27. You can't convince me I'm wrong.
2: Yeah. This is more Um, like a regular, um, a regular season type of win streak than it exactly. ever could be rep- replicated in the playoffs. Yeah, they can't go into the playoffs with this team
1: You can get into the numbers and you can break it down and yeah Maybe they're the numbers show they're slightly better with him off of the court But the, you're just getting cute with it in the playoffs You need a clint capella quality center to take on the other centers around the league yeah. at the very least full agree
0: Yeah All right. Well, not a very did this duty dude, but I just needed to kind of bring that up because I I wasn't sure. I still don't even know. Like, do they trade him? Should they not? I don't know. Who are they going to get in return in terms of wing players that's going to make them that much better than when you're getting rid of Capella? I mean, Iggy's not going to make him that much better over Clint Capella, I don't think.
2: Um, I mean, he adds a lot to the wing position, but yeah, you're still missing a center. Yeah, That's you, the need, whole you thing. need that. And in download. the Western
0: Conference, especially, if you go up against Jokic, if you go up against Anthony Davis, even if you need to go up against Montrezl Harrell, you're going to be losing yeah, a lot of those absolutely. low post battles. Hundred so. percent. All right. Well, we're on to a new one. Uh, if you heard us last week, you're familiar with it. This is Speed Takes. <laughs> okay, Speed Takes. This is how this works. I'm going to list off a few questions. You got 10 to 15 seconds to give your opinion and tell us what you think. Number one, who wins the dunk contest? Dwight Howard, Derek Jones Jr., Eric Gordon, or Pat
1: Connaughton? I would say my gut reaction is Aaron Gordon. He just strikes me as the best dunker and with the best acrobatics midair of the bunch. I'm still going to probably root for Dwight Howard. I am a Lakers fan. It would be nice to see him bring one home for old time's sake. Don't sleep on Derek Jones, though. Mm. Mm,
2: yeah, I think Derek Jones is more of an athletic freak of nature, and he does not have those aforementioned skills that he is in the midair, like you just said, Omar. Um, I actually want to say, I know you know Aaron Gordon's my boy and everything, but I want to say that he's been there and he's done that. You know, I I think that Zach Levine has a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder, and he's gonna end up performing more on the day of. It's in his hometown.
0: Zach Levine is not in the dunk contest.
2: I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, My pick is Aaron
0: Gordon. (laughs) My pick is Aaron Gordon, who lost the dunk contest and does have a chip on his shoulder, as opposed to Zach Levine, who won two dunk contests and has no chip on his shoulder and also won't be participating in the contest. Uh, uh, Question two. (laughs) What's the biggest name oh, that we man. see what's the biggest name that we see moved at
1: this Thursday's <laughs> trade deadline? Omar. Okay, so for me, I think either Tristan Thompson or Kyle Kuzma will be traded at this deadline. The Knicks have been in some talks with the Lakers. It's a little preliminary. It seems like Kyle Kuzma maybe has been a little disgruntled with his role this entire season. hasn't done too much like what people were expecting he would do. Um, And then Tristan Thompson recently requested a trade. I think he actually gets shipped out of there. George?
2: Um, I'm really interested to see what this spicy situation is. Um, Unraveling with uh, Minnesota as well as um, Golden State. um, Surrounding the D-Low versus Andrew Wiggins possibly moving. Mm. Um, That's going to be really interesting. We've always talked about Wiggins as a highly untradeable contract, but this is a a possible move for him.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we'll see.
2: Mm -hmm. Kevin Love maybe? Uh... Yeah.
1: it's like always been talked about and now with tristan thompson requesting you think they just ship them both out yeah maybe i don't know yeah I full s- rebuild i could Load also up. see both of them staying though
0: like True. i could just see kobe altman just like screw it we'll do it in the off season
1: <laughs> right who was the biggest all-star snub beal or booker omar for me it's Bradley Beal. I'm I've never been a huge fan of Devin Booker so maybe I'm biased. I think Bradley Beal brings an all-around game more than Booker does. I know Booker has picked up his assists and passing numbers in the past couple of years but he still doesn't strike me
2: as a solid defensive player. I think Beal brings more to the table. George um, don't get me wrong I think that uh, um, you know Booker actually is a really really great snub or a, a good example of a snub that is um, he brings everything to the table he do really deserves to be in the dunk contest fuck sorry the all-star game you are S- tripping now, about yeah, that slow, <laughs> speed takes is not how it is. is it's slow takes it's like super slow takes over here um, um, so my pick is actually Bradley Beal hmm um, <clears throat> yeah just move on okay Okay. (laughs) you're having
0: a tough night buddy all right listen bradley beal is averaging 29 points per game but uh, booker is averaging 26.8 and his team has three more wins and devin booker um well i guess the wizards don't really have a second star so that's not fair of me to say but uh luca might miss the whole weekend this is something that's not being talked about and booker might be his injury replacement oh uh, yeah that'd be super interesting We'll see. Uh, Okay, next question. After their 116-95 loss to Boston and a 137-106 loss to the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia Sixers have lost three straight. The Mavericks have lost their young superstar, Luka Doncic, for at least another two weeks, and he's beginning to look like a player with an injury-riddled future. So who's more likely to make a finals run, the sixth-place Mavericks or the sixth-place Sixers?
1: Omar. Oh, this is easy to me, the sixth-place... sixth place Sixers that's a mouthful Um, to me I still think Dallas they're I don't want to say they're peaking but they are showing their worth a little bit early I still think they're a couple years away Luka is fantastic but just not quite ready the Sixers have been building for the past few years now I think this is the year that they were close last year if not for that Kawhi buzzer beater Uh, I think They're more likely to make a run. Yeah.
2: Four bounces away. Um, Yeah. I actually completely agree with Omar. My speed take for here is um, this whole rhetoric, this whole script about how like, oh, um, Embiid and Simmons, they don't really fit together. I think that it's true often, but they just need a new offensive scheme to sort of like put them together. And I think it's possible. And they're definitely closer Mm. to being in the finals than the uh, Mavericks are.
0: They are ahead of schedule. The Mavericks are with uh, with Luca only in his second season, and early on was in the MVP talks. He's still mm-hmm. up there. If he could come back and do something, maybe we'll see. Um, Philly has been without Josh Richardson for the last five games, who is a very mm-hmm. crucial part of not only their defense, obviously, but their offense. He's like one of the only true guards that they have on their on the roster. Um, the Mavs, however, did get thirty eight and twelve from Porzingis last night in a 1-12-103 win against the Pacers and if he's and if he starts heating up like that if he starts you know kind of getting back into a rhythm of what we saw with new york and luca gets back healthy before the playoffs they could lose to the lakers in the second round (laughs) i was waiting for that still going with the sixers (laughs) i think they have a better shot just because if they get the if they get the pieces back healthy in a rhythm they could take down the bucks i do think so okay after firing Steve Mills this morning, New York is now targeting Masayu Jiri, who is under contract with the Toronto Raptors through 2021, to take over basketball operations. Now, although they do, although they do not have the worst record in the league, are the Knicks the worst franchise
1: in the NBA? Oh, absolutely. At, at this exact moment, name me a team that has more disrespect attached with the franchise title than the Knicks right now. All of that huge buildup into last summer's free agency. And not only did New York actually get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but it went to the Brooklyn Nets. The Knicks are just absolutely disastrous at the moment. George?
2: Yeah, we talk about a culture of winning needing to be built in different teams at different times. Different franchises need a culture of winning. The only team that I know in the NBA that has a sincere 20-year history of a culture of losing is the New York Knicks. Nothing is ever going to happen to them for them to ever get better until they move some head players. (laughs) And uh, I know that this classic sell the team thing is happening here, but I really think that like... They're not going to be able to put it together if they just don't change their leadership. So,
0: Unfortunately, I think the leadership begins and ends with the owner, James Dolan. Yeah. He's just a disaster. Agreed. No hot water at MSG? Hey, man, it's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Fix that. Yeah, They are like, yes, uh, Kevin Durant came out and said they're not cool. It's not cool to play for the Knicks, and... Fuck do I agree. Yeah. The Knicks yeah. are a shit show right now.
1: I think the only time I can even remember them in the playoffs is that one year with Melo. They had a couple seasons with Melo. Yeah. 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 God.
0: With Kyrie out for at least another couple weeks, do the Nets keep their seventh
1: spot? Not only do they keep their seventh spot, I wouldn't be surprised if they go up a little bit into the sixth spot. I, it seems to me like they play better when Kyrie Irving is not on the court. The team chemistry seems a little bit... Uh, more smooth to me when he's off the court he's kind of a diva and I don't know we'll see but I would I do not think they take a hit so
0: just a quick since that's your prediction who do you have slipping out of the top six then not the Bucks Uh, Raptors
1: Celtics Heat Pacers Sixers of those teams I think the Pacers could maybe fall a few games as Victor Oladipo gets warmed back up and into a groove
2: as he tries to fit in that new system.
0: I so, will say yeah. the Nets are 9 games behind the Nets for 5th place. The Nets are uh, 9 games behind the Pacers for 5th place. Oh, so mm, that might take
2: a, a lot. Jump. No, George? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh this was also talked about earlier in the season that the the Nets actually have the same record that they did at this point in the that point in the season that they did without Kyrie. Um I don't think that they. Uh, I don't think that they do it. I think that they fall out without Kyrie, and because this year doesn't matter. This year's found money. Any success they have this year is just building up to when Kevin Durant and Kyrie are there. And besides, if they do make it to the playoffs. <clears throat> Sorry, Kyrie being there or not is not so important because all he need to do is make it to the playoffs because that's what Kyrie is there for. He will pull a team through the playoffs despite his diveness, despite all of his leadership woes. So the team isn't truly worried about making the playoffs this year, in my opinion, and therefore probably don't need to.
0: I agree. They went 14 and 14 when he missed 28 games. Spencer Dinwiddie obviously had that hot streak. He was Eastern Conference Player of the Month for the month of December, I believe. Okay. Um, he went crazy. Uh, the team averages seven more assists per game without him. And if Dinwiddie gets back in that rhythm, he could lead him uh, to maintaining the seventh spot. Uh, yeah, I think they'll
1: stick around there. Who cares? I'm, I'm looking at the standings now and yeah, they are far behind the top six. Uh, what I meant to say really is just that I think they'll play better. Okay, gotcha.
0: Last one. Do the 14th place Minnesota Timberwolves snap their 12-game
1: losing streak at home against the last place Atlanta Hawks tomorrow night? I think Carl Anthony Towns is playing again, so I'm going to say yes. George?
2: I mean, my instincts want to say yes, but who knows, man? The Timberwolves have this like mediocrity about them where they just like sort of accept that they're not going to be good. Towns is obviously unhappy whenever he plays on the court. Who knows? Fuck it. It could happen. They could continue the losing streak. The Wolves have not won a game with Cat in the lineup
0: since Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's it is February fourth. It's
2: crazy how bad they are.
0: That's ridiculous. They are uh, currently sitting at. 15 and 34 14th place in the Western Conference above only the Warriors at 12 and 39 They got off to a God. hot start by the way
2: Yeah didn't they have like a This wasn't this like the season where we you yeah. were like oh Yeah Wiggins oh, got off to Wiggins a hot is start Wiggins really good Oh oh no and then yeah now we have this Wiggins got off to a hot start Cat was an MVP
0: conversations they yeah. got off to a crazy start That's crazy. Do they lose to the Hawks at home you're damn right they do. <laughs> oh,
2: man. I, I had to feel
0: that was coming. They're terrible. They're going to get five, I think Trey Young goes for 45 tomorrow night. He's going to shellac them. Who cares? Oh, not, I hope so. All right. That was Speed Takes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct pleasure to be able to bring to you the game that really got us all excited about this format in the first place. It's time... For Guess Mm -hmm. That Fantasy Player. All right, let's do it. Welcome to Guess That Fantasy Player. I am your host, Michael Padilla. Today, we have a very special guest in the hot seat. Omar, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks are you for having excited me. excited to be here? I am nervous, but excited. Now, a little birdie told me that you have played along with the other contestants and you are <laughs> eight for eight
1: i am episodes george is trying to tell me you know it's different when you're in the hot seat so hey man it totally freaking is when when the music starts pumping
0: and your heart starts racing you never know your mind could just turn into butter
2: yeah (laughs) and the theme actually has like a heartbeat in the background listen for that yeah oh you'll
0: oh you'll notice (laughs) All
2: right, so let me give you some rules. There are three rounds to this with a potential
0: bonus round. Again, it's really just up to me if you make the bonus round. I have some benchmarks in in my head to see if you'll get there, Uh, but most likely you'll play that round. Each round has an assigned point value. I'll list you the season averages of one mystery player, then give you four players to choose from in an A through D multiple choice style. You have three lifelines, but you can only use two of them. Once you use the first two, the third is eliminated and you get to choose which two you use. Your options for your lifelines are 30-second timeout. You'll have 30 seconds to discuss with your co-host. Bench a player. I will eliminate one of the incorrect answers or scouting report. I'll tell you one fun fact about the correct player. Now, you need 15 points to qualify for a win, but your scare, your score will be compared to other contestants this season. And currently, here are the standings. George is at first place with 30 points. Whoop! Kyle, uh, Kyle sat in the hot seat the second time, and he scored 15. Um, So, like I said, you only need 15 points to qualify for a win. But if you want to compete against your uh, opponents, then you need uh, more than 35 okay let's right. do it so just a quick note about this all rankings and statistics are correct as of monday night february 3rd last night is when these questions were made it is tuesday february 4th so if anything's shuffled since then blame them the time uh since that has happened not don't blame me
2: <laughs> blame the time <laughs> blame the time
0: <laughs> i worked hard on these okay are you ready to play question one let's do it Omar, welcome, we're glad to have you. Question one, worth five points. This player is ranked eighth in our league with season averages of 29.8 points per game, 4.4 rebounds, 7.9 assists, one steal, 0.3 blocks, 2.8 turnovers, shooting 88% from the free throw line and 46% from the field. Your options are A, Luka Doncic, B, Trey Young, C, Damian Lillard,
1: or D, fan favorite, Alex Caruso. (laughs) Okay. Let me think about this for a moment. I think it's safe to say Alex Caruso does not average 29.8 points per game. As a what? Lakers
0: fan, <laughs> as a
1: Lakers fan, I think you I thought feared you might pick up on that. Yeah, it's tough for me to admit, but he does not. So let's cross him off. Down to 3. My next elimination would probably be Luka Doncic. To so the rebounds, he has to have more than 4 rebounds per game. Okay. That's my logic there. Dame and Trey Young. Dame and Trey Young. You said 2.8 turnovers? 2.8 turnovers per game. 29 points. Four rebounds. 7.9
0: assists.
1: Hmm. And 88% from the free throw, 46 from the field, right? Correct, correct. I do not want to use a lifeline on the first question you're welcome to (laughs) oh i know (laughs) i think that something about this stat line is telling me trey young it just seems so likely that damian lillard could have such a similar stat line i don't know if he has quite the eight assists number that seems like Trey Young would be more likely to have. I think I'm going to lock in Trey Young as my final answer.
0: Trey Young, final answer? Yes. Before we started, you told me you were eight for eight and you'd never missed a question. My oh my, how the mighty have fallen! Trey
1: Young is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> man, I knew this would happen. All right. Damn,
2: that hurts.
1: Who was the answer? The correct answer is C, Damian Lillard.
2: Ah! Wow, man. my pick was also Trey Young, actually. So I'm glad you didn't ask me. They
1: seem like such similar players in that respect.
2: My justification was also the same as yours. I really thought that like Trey would have eight assists.
1: Man, that hurts. All right.
0: Are you ready to play question two? Yes. Question two is worth 10 points. This player is ranked 19th in our league with season averages of 17.5 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, 1.4 assists, 0.7 steals, 1.6 blocks per game, with 1.7 turnovers per game, shooting 74 from the free throw line and 58 from the field. Your options are A, Bam Adebayo, B, Jaron Jackson Jr., or C, Tobias Harris and finally D Cody Zeller
1: okay so I know Cody Zeller is not giving you 1.7 blocks per game so I'm going to eliminate him right off the bat could be under the radar (laughs) the assist number was uh, 1 or 2 I believe assist is 1.4 per game I think Bam Adebayo has well above that assist number mark so I'm going to eliminate the first time All-Star. And then can you just read the stats one more time for me?
0: 17.5 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, 1.4 assists, 0.7 steals, 1.6 blocks, 1.7 turnovers, 74 from the line, 48 from the field.
1: the 1.7 blocks feels too high 1.6 blocks 1.6 blocks feels too high for Tobias Harris to me these numbers seem pretty in line with what I would expect from Jaron Jackson Jr. you said four. how many rebounds was it? 4.6 rebounds per game Oof. see I would think he has more rebounds than that but you know He is kind of a spacer. He likes to sit at the three-point line. There's just no way Tobias Harris has 1.6 blocks. And Bam definitely has more assists than that. I think it's surprising that that would be the rebound total, but I just don't see the other options. Um,
0: Reminder that you do have two lifelines. That's right.
1: So, I just have a question: the bench a player? Is it it could still be used on um, uh, Cody a, Zeller? I have a no, it, I wouldn't be,
0: I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's one of the three real answers. <laughs> okay. Um, however, you eliminating players in your mind has nothing to do with who I would eliminate. Right. So, right. if you decide that player X isn't doesn't fit, I have already predetermined who will be eliminated.
1: 7 blocks. I just know there's no way Tobias Harris has that many or 1.6. No way he has that many blocks. I'm gonna save my lifeline because I feel pretty sure about this one. Okay. I'm going to lock in Jaron Jackson Jr. Final answer. Jaron Jackson Jr. Final answer? Yes.
0: Jaron Jackson Jr. Triple J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't know what that was. Uh, You got the last one wrong, and you
1: got this one right. Oh, man. So surprising that he has 4.6 rebounds. Never would guess, huh? Never would
0: guess. Well, wow. So you get question two correct. You got 10 points. You're on the board. Back on track. Now, reminder, you have not won yet. And you qualified for a win. You need to get the right answer on the next one or the bonus round if you get there. Would you like to move on to question three? Yes. All right. Let's play. Question three is worth 15 points. This player is ranked 48th in our league with season averages of 17.7 rebounds. Excuse me, whoa. (laughs) 17.7 points, (laughs) 9.8 rebounds, three assists, 0.6 steals, 0.3 blocks, 2.5 turnovers, 85% from the line and 45% from the field. Your options are A, Julius Randle, B, Kevin Love, C, Jonas Valanciunas, or D, Furkan
1: Korkmaz. Um, I'm not even sure I can properly repeat the last option. (laughs) Furkan Korkmaz. I'm not going to try. Um, I'm going to, considering I have not heard of him, I think it's highly unlikely. He averages 17 and 9. Bro, you he haven't
2: pl- heard of Furkan Korkmaz?
1: No. He okay. plays like eight, like 15 minutes a game for the Sixers. Does he
2: really? Yeah. Okay.
1: I haven't tuned into too many Sixers games this year. Um, I will go ahead and eliminate him. Um, what was the assist number? Assists. Three assists per game. So I, I know that the steals and blocks were both uh, pretty low.
0: 0.6 steals, 0.3 blocks.
1: To me, I don't think that Jonas Valanciunas would have that low of a block total. He seems like I don't think of him as a monster shot blocker, but he just seems—he seems like he would have more than .3. So I'm going to go ahead and eliminate Jonas as well. And then the last two were Kevin Love and Julius Randle, right? Correct. Seventeen, nine, and three assists. This is tough. I could see it going both ways. Oh, I don't know what Kevin Love steals game is really like. He's not a shot blocker, so I think that falls in line with what Kevin Love would expect. The points and rebounds seems appropriate for both of them. So does the assist really. What was the field goal percentage? 45 from the field. It almost feels like Julius Randle would be more likely to have a higher field goal percentage than Kevin Love. Although 45 is pretty respectable. I am going to go ahead and use a lifeline. Which lifeline would you like? I would like to consult my co-host.
0: We have a 30 second timeout. Hey! In 3, 2,
1: one,
2: begin. Exact same thought about Jonas Valanciunas. Take him off the board. Okay. Um, for K-Love. Um, Speak into the mic. So I agree all, with all of your um, points about Julius Randle, and he is my leading person that I think it is. Um, specifically because I don't think the steel game is that, steel game is that high, but ha- only having .3 blocks kind of makes me scared. He, I know that New York what? is like funneling all of the offense through him, so he would have higher three assists and lower block numbers, so I'm thinking Julius Randle as well.
1: You think Kevin Love has more sex? <laughs> Sucks. It's just the stocks that are really bothering me. He seemed pretty adamant about Julius Randle. I'm glad that he he also agreed with my Jonas Valanciunas elimination. Um, so I feel confident with the two I have left on the table that it's one of them. See, it's... Oh, this makes it tough because I was leaning Kevin Love... And now he was all in on Julius Randle. Got to follow your gut. What do you think? It's just the stocks. Mmm. Stocks. <laughs> could Julius Randle really only have 0.6 steals and 0.3 blocks? He's not a monster defender, but he's at least quicker and more athletic than a Kevin Love. You would think he could maybe get some more stocks. Gonna need an answer from you. Okay. Do I trust my co-host?
2: <laughs> okay. George just vigorously. <laughs> <his head> no. <laughs> no, I think I would that would be the
1: reason Omar misses one. <laughs> I think that I am going to go ahead and s- stick with Kevin Love. Sorry, George, as my final answer. Kevin Love, final answer? Yes.
0: You consulted with your good friend George here, and he gave you some advice. Oh no. You looked him in the eyes, you hear what he had to say. Oh no. And you didn't take his advice. That was the right call.
1: Woo!
2: (laughs) Kevin Love is correct. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I was looking those two up after I consulted or after Omar consulted me. Oh my God. They're close in stats. Very All similar. of their stats are so close to one another. I would
1: like to hear Dame Hold. and, and Trey Young's cause they, have a, they really- must be close too.
0: they are also close. That's
1: true. <laughs> uh,
2: you gotta, you gotta look that up later. They're like almost identical players. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was not a mistake that was done on purpose. All right. Omar, are you ready for the bonus round? I am Let's 25 go. points here. Now you've got, uh, 25 on the board right now. So you've already taken over Kyle uh, for second place and you've qualified for a win. But if you want to overtake your rival here, George, don't do it. <laughs> you must score the 25 points in this bonus round. Are you ready to play the bonus round? I am. This player is currently ranked 357th in our league. Okay. With season averages of three points, 2.5 rebounds, 0.7 assists, 0.1 steals, 0.1 block, 0.5 turnovers, 59 from the free throw line Oof. And 34 from the field <laughs> Ouch Your options are A. Shaquille Harrison B. James Johnson C. Juancho Hernan Gomez Or D.
1: Andre Drummond Okay So my first instinct is that I'm leaning towards andre drummond okay let's take him off good call <laughs> let's eliminate andre drummond i think he gets a little bit more than two and a half rebounds just a little bit um the other people on this list that is not <laughs> that is an awful field goal and free throw percentage i almost can you repeat the first name shaquille harrison see i don't know that i even know who that is <laughs> <laughs> the other names james johnson and um can you remind me of the other juancho hernan gomez i'm familiar with both of their work at one point <laughs> <Are you? laughs> i am at, at one point they were both pretty good <laughs> their work <laughs> then you should have no problem if you're so familiar you with think, the work you would think all right that i don't know See, I haven't checked up on them in a while. I don't know what kind of minutes they're seeing these days, but I would expect both of them to have better stats than that. Um, I do have one more lifeline, right? You do have one more lifeline. And it's either a bench a player or scouting report. I'll give you the fun fact. <laughs> oh, I feel like a bench a player would be more useful, but I kind of can't resist the fun fact. You, so you want to use the fun I want to use the fun fact. <laughs> George shaking his head.
2: His birthday is... (laughs) Uh,
1: You're kind of close. This
0: player is a Capricorn.
1: Uh, Oh, man. Okay. I would have liked to eliminate a player. (laughs) All right, let's see. Let's see what we have. Would you like to hear the options again? I think I have the options down. Three points, two and a half rebounds. Not a whole lot else going on. Terrible percentages. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I would think that... I don't even know what position Shaquille Harrison, which just makes it <laughs> hard to, to pick him. <laughs> like I can see Wancho, you know, shooting poorly. <laughs> you can at least visualize. I can ones. visualize it. I'm gonna eliminate James Johnson as well. He just—it's not—it's not speaking to me. Okay. Um. You—what was the field goal percentage? Fifty-nine. 34. 59 was the free throw. Uh, Yes. Oh, my. Yeah. Because he would... I think Hernan Gomez is pretty solid. Like, he would have a higher field goal percentage than that. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he played, like, one game and went one for three. Why would you... On earth would you not eliminate a player? (laughs) (laughs) Because I wanted the fun fact. (laughs) All right. All right. Um... (laughs) Hmm. 3 points seems too high for Shaquille Harrison. <laughs> because I don't know who he is. Nice.
2: I don't know. He is a he might be a Capricorn. <laughs> he might be.
1: <laughs> Hernan Gomez just kind of looks like a Capricorn though. You know what I mean? He he gets it. Yeah, sure. Hey. I... I'm going to go with Hernan Gomez, final answer. Wancho Hernan Gomez, final answer? Yes.
0: I talked to George a couple times this week. He was shaking in his boots that you were going to come in here and clear the board and take over his score. Well, you didn't do that. Uh... You didn't clear the board, that is. You got it right.
1: <laughs> Let's go. Juancho
0: Hernan Gomez is correct. Congrats. Wow. Congrats!
1: That's amazing. Out of left field, <laughs> Juancho Hernan yeah, Gomez. I can't believe you—you you got that. So, <laughs> I have <am> no. <laughs> so you finish. You looked like a capricorn with a whopping. <laughs> it was the fun fact
0: helped. You finish I with a like. whopping. Fifty points atop the leaderboard let's do it i'm excited for you bud we are all excited for you um congrats how was it did you were you nervous or it was very
1: it was very nerve-wracking good good particularly uh, the dame lillard trey young and the julius randall kevin love were just i mean the last one is almost a blind guess but for those two in particular, <laughs> it was just so nerve wracking because they seemed so similar. All four of those guys. Yeah,
0: they were uh, they were very very close. Kevin Love and Julius Randall's numbers are almost identical. Like maybe a percentage here and there. They were wow. seriously
2: so freaking close. Like the the points. Scored... So you gave me
1: good advice. Yeah, the, those numbers yeah. were consistent with Julius I was, Randall. Yeah, I was at what was <laughs> Yeah. Um. Well. Uh,
0: that was guess that fantasy player. Thank you for playing Omar. Thank you for joining us and listening to Omar take part. Um, we're going to touch very briefly on our fantasy league and then we will say our goodbyes. Uh, gentlemen, let's go over some matchups that are going on right now. Um, let's do uh, it. Let's see here. Let me pull it up real quick. Cookie doodles. Oh, um, First, going on right now, uh, we'll jump to... Uh, let's start with Chang and Justin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Currently, Tuesday night at 9.15. Yeah. Chang is up 8.01. I think they're, oh, think they're tied on turnovers. Is Justin okay? <laughs> they're tied on turnovers. He's almost 9 no, 0 him. These
2: guys are playing, yeah. Wow,
0: that's, that's alarming. Crazy. And all of these are looking like solid leads, except blocks and turnovers. Well, points is kind of close, too, but uh Omar who's your pick
1: okay oh, it's pretty hard to pick against Chang when he's eight zero one on a Tuesday um but the question is by how much I think that everything looks like it would point towards everything looks like it's pointing towards mm, I'm gonna say 6-3 Chang that's what I was gonna say
2: that was my pick as well All right. um interestingly enough that actually switches out the leaderboard for the first time Justin won't be second I think it was like the third weekend Justin cemented his place at the second cemented his second place on the leaderboard
0: and he's been there for since then
2: yep and Chang is about to uh scoop that if he wins the six three Wow
0: yep I say six three two uh let's go to Kyle and Joseph Kyle's birthday so I'm gonna take him I0 happy birthday <laughs> <child>. <laughs> happy birthday Kyle uh
1: now I'll go uh it's six three right now I'll stick with that I'm um, just looking at it briefly. I think that I will go 5-4, Kyle.
2: All right. Yeah, you know, Joseph's been doing a lot of tinkering with his team, trying to complete a trade deal for every single week that he, like, won a week he was for, like, four weeks in a row, and I think it's not helped him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to pick Kyle. It's 6-3 now. I think it's N-6-3 at the end of the week. All right. Um. right. Let's go with... Uh, I'll sit out. Let's
0: go with myself and Trey, the 9 and 10 spot, the fucking toilet bowl over here.
1: <laughs> Omar? I'm, you're off to a fast start, 7-2. And with the amount of injuries, I think he has Kyrie right now and Kemba's missing some God, games. That's, yeah. uh, Tristan Thompson might get traded. He might miss a game. Uh, I kind of like
2: 6-3 or 7-2. I'll go, I'll go 7-2, Michael. God, Drake just cannot get any luck. I'm gonna say six three. I know i have chosen six three for the last um last two as well, but I'm gonna say six three. Yeah, Michael. Thanks. Actually, you hope, got this. I hope so. I
0: hope by nine 0 Um, <laughs> let's go with Mendoza and Omar George. Who
2: you got? Hey Omar, what's going on? You're normally a lot better than this at, than this at this point in the week. <laughs> I turned true. it around last week. Um, so I know oh I'm my actually gonna. God. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little bit of a deep dive into some of these categories. I know that Mendoza is gonna get you in points. Three-pointers and assists. He's slapping
0: that ass in threes right now. Yeah, he's well, that hate. Nobody's that's, gonna that's just... yeah, Nobody. yeah. hey, Nobody's going to beat Mendoza in
2: threes. Nobody. Hey, nobody's going to beat him in threes. Um, and He's currently beating by a solid percentage in free throw and field goal. Um, I think that you can come back in the stocks category. Or You're already winning in blocks, but I think that you got it in the steals category, as well as turnovers and rebounds. I think I'm going to give you two. I'm going to say Mendoza 5-4. Okay,
1: I'll stay out of this one. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: George is last with his matchup against
2: Dan. What you got there, Omar? (laughs) Against Dan. Hey, Luca's out, by the way. Oh. And Russell Westbrook and James Harden both missed a game. That
1: changes a lot, actually. That's true.
2: Hey, Dan has a very top-heavy team, and one of his top three is not playing. That's true.
1: I'm going to go 6-3, George.
0: Um, I'll go 5-4, George. It's going to be a close one because even without Luca and even without Russell for a game, he's pretty damn good. He's top-heavy to a point. He's medium-heavy. <laughs> he's got a pretty well-rounded <laughs> roster, actually. God,
2: I hate how successful his <laughs> roster is. Yeah.
0: Um, is that the last matchup for us? Yes. I believe so. Well, thanks so much
1: for listening, everyone. Omar, do you have any messages for the peeps? Just stay tuned. Uh, tune in next week. I may or may not be back. You'll have to see. Okay. Ooh, quite the teaser. There. <laughs> George, you got anything?
2: Yep. Uh, turn up. Have a good time. Goat cheese.
0: Goat cheese. Goat cheese indeed. Um, <laughs> that's, that's good. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to us, everybody. We do appreciate it. Um, Check out our last few episodes. We've got a lot of good, good stuff there and a lot more stuff coming. And don't forget, everyone, yay basketball.